Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. The plan of God and what he has for your life has already been spoken. You hear what I'm saying? And all that he has for you on inventory is in the book. Just like all he had for Adam was in the garden. And if it's not in the book, you don't need it. But he's got a thing, something in the book to cover everything that would, you would ever encounter. Why? Because he saw you encountering it before you got in the earth. And he put away that solution for that problem. Hello, this is Bill Winston and welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, it's God's will that we live on top of every situation. I call it living on top of the world. Praise God. From your finances to relationships, you name it, God wants you winning in every area. Now get your Bibles, let's go into it. This teaching is entitled, Living on Top of the World. If you're gonna go forward with God, he's gonna take you in some places where faith is no longer an option. Faith is mandatory. Say amen to that. So it's time to possess this land. The enemy's had hold of it long enough. It belongs to you and it's time to take it. The violent take it how? By force. Turn to Isaiah 51, please. Isaiah 51, hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock which you are hewed and to the hole of the pit which you are digged. Look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that bare you. For I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places and he will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein and thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Down at verse 16. And I have put my words in your mouth and I have covered you in the shadow of my hand that I may plant the heavens and say unto the fountain, say and lay the foundation of the earth and say unto Zion, thou art my people. The thing that God said about us, basically you and I, is that he said, look unto the rock of which you are hewed, verse one, and to the hole of the pit which you are digged, look unto Abraham, your father. So I call this a chip off the old block. (laughs) That God has given us examples here of what he is expecting in our lives. And in verse three, he mentions the fact, oh, verse two, he mentions the fact, I call him alone. And you know, when he called Abraham, that's interesting when he called him because he, the, the, the way that he called Abraham in the natural was a perfect formula for failure. He told him to leave everything he was familiar with. Then he told him to follow him, God, and he was gonna take him somewhere where he didn't know anybody. He was gonna take him somewhere where there were no jobs. 
Because the first place he took him was into a dry land. There was nothing there. And he was taking him to a place where nobody knew him. But worse, nobody cared. Now, question is, would you go? <laughs> you know, that was Abraham, but how about you? Now, my point to you is, he takes us, he's taking Abraham off of a system because all that is what keeps a person in the system. See, once they get you in the system, they try to keep you in the system. Laban got Jacob in the system. And as a result of that, Laban was, the day Jacob was trying to get out and he couldn't get out. Why? Because part of what holds you there is sorcery. But you and I can break out. And it's time for us to break out. That we have been quiet long enough trying to flow with the system, but you have got a system that is higher than that system, more powerful than that system, and a system that would dominate everything else in this earth. So he says here in verse three, he said, I'll make the wilderness like Eden and the desert like the garden of the Lord. So notice what he's doing now. He's basically taking up where Adam left off. And that's our job, that Jesus came to destroy everything that would, would, would somehow um, work against or speak against our redemptive testimony and to reconnect us through the new birth with the original source of power and provision for bringing heaven to earth on this earth right now. I mean, this is what, this is part of what you came to do. You came to go into places where other folks don't go. And to make those places, to, to fix those places of whatever is a problem in them, you're gonna bring it up to a code of Eden. Well, that's good preaching right there. All right, now, I'm gonna say something and I want you to either memorize it or take it down. But the physical things of this planet that are in, in your life or in things that are around you are like a speck of dust compared with what is already on supply in the invisible world around you. The things that you can see, feel, touch, taste, and smell are like a speck of dust compared to all that is in the invisible. You've got cities in the invisible. 
Now, this is what he's talking about. Because wherever Adam was to go in the, the dispensation that Adam was in, he was supposed to bring the garden there. Now, where would he get all the elements? He would get them from the spirit. See, because God made man not to be an originator. See, God already thought of what you thought of. And as a result of that, you think it and you bring it forth in this earth because that's the authority that he gave you. You can bring it forth. And I'm just saying that this is what he was talking about here. Now, let me, let me see, because I, I want you to just track along with me here. When you look at Genesis chapter nine, now, when the flood came, that was, let's say, 20 tsunamis that just tore up the earth because it flooded the whole earth, so it tore it up. So you basically, when Adam, uh, pardon me, Noah, finally came to rest in that ark, there was nothing there. So he was gonna have to replenish the earth. Now we said replenish means to stock with abundance, it means to recover former fullness, and it means to perpetually renew and resupply. See? So now Noah has got to resupply the earth with the, the, the Garden of Eden. He's got to bring Eden back to a place that is totally devastated. The blessing is designed and is powerful enough to make Eden a copy of heaven of any place on earth, all right? And it can do it in no time at all. If God intended for you to wait on time, he never would have given you faith. Because faith dictates to time what time it is. Are you with me? Real faith decrees when things are gonna happen and time bows to that decree. So faith should dictate when a thing should happen or materialize or come into manifestation, not time. And it says, increased him, talking about Abraham. And you don't increase in the kingdom by time, you increase by truth. This is good preaching now. Yeah. 
So Genesis chapter nine, verse one, and you've read it before, but I'm going to read it again. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. All right. Now, isn't that the same thing he told Adam? So you and I are under this same mandate. We are to take up where they left off. So to see things just going any kind of way in the earth is not our portion. Our portion is the earth. And that God expects us where mankind is suffering, where man is to lift from mankind the suff of suffering humanity and to bring them in to the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now you and I are supposed to do that. Now, when I say replenish the earth, Jesus functioned in the blessing and this blessing that he functioned in was strong on his life and it came with no hindrance found in John chapter three and verse 34. And the reason why it says that is because it says, for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God giveth not the spirit by measure to him. See, he had a full flow of the blessing. And that blessing was supplying, watch this, arms and legs for the maimed. Just stay with me, cause he said what he did, you can do too. Now this, 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 this piece here, you and me, you and I, we need to get on board here. Because if he's saying that and we're this far down, somebody been playing church. We, we gotta, we gotta come on up to the standard of the true believer. Now, so nothing was there when Noah was called to do this. So here's the blessing now. It goes on to Abraham. Now, I don't know all of what Noah did, but let me start with Abraham. So now the blessing comes on Abraham and he tells Abraham kind of the same thing that he wants Abraham in, in Genesis chapter 12 and verse two, God's leading uh, Abraham some places. And he said, I'm gonna bless you. I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless you. I'm gonna make your name great and you will be a blessing. I'll bless those that bless you, curse those that curse you. And then these shall all families of the earth be blessed. And then Abraham departed, all right? Now, so the blessing is the power of God, the empowerment for success and it's the scriptural name that God gave 
for the power that created all matter. And he put that blessing on you and in you. Now, that blessing has to function through you. And we said that you're going to prosper as your soul prospers. So we got to make sure that your mind has been renewed so that the blessing can do its job. Look what he says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. Now this is you blessing you. For if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall what? Also what? Quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Let's take that in the Amplified. Just see what it says. He said this. For if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ from the dead will also restore what? Life to what? Your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So your body is designed to repair itself. I don't care what's missing because if anything's missing, you already have another copy of that in the invisible awaiting to be used. And God can place it in you supernaturally by faith. Now, is this, is this too much? So when we have a miracle service, we are expecting not only somebody to get healed of a headache, but we're expecting what caused the headache. Come on now. If it was high blood pressure caused by blood vessels that have been clogged up, we're expecting new vessels. Say amen. We're expecting a renewing of the heart muscles. We expect this, this is new stuff. We're not we're not putting used parts in you. Amen. Amen. Got it. So I'm saying that God plans for you to live this earth growing old gracefully. He planned for you to live long, come on, and strong, and to finish the work that he has called you to do. With no pain. So we haven't done this. I'm saying that the church been going to the same scientific source as the world has. We've been going to the same thing. And, and I, that, there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's fine. No faith, that's where you go. But he says something in the book. Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders. Let him anoint him with oil. Now he didn't say if you're just sick of a headache. I'm talking if you if a person's on dialysis yes, and needs another kidney, yes, just call for the elders of the church. Yes, let them anoint them with oil. Come on now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You follow what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, yeah. 
and the Lord will raise him up and if there's been any sins, you'll be forgiven. I'm talking about replenishing your body. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know y'all looking at me. But we we can grow hair with a blessing. We come on, we come on, y'all gonna get it now. We, we whatever's out of line with what you need in your life, God can supply it with the blessing. The blessing is designed to replenish the earth. So look at Romans and Romans chapter four and verse 17. As it is written, I made thee a father of many nations before whom he believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth things that be not as though they were. Is that word quicken again? And now he's going to give life to the dead. So this blessing is so powerful until it can give life to the dead. Lord have mercy. It is so powerful. A part of your body that's dead can come to life again. Are you here? And I'm talking about a marriage that dead can be brought back to life again. So in Abraham's life, you know that he couldn't have kids. So you can kind of deduce what was dead, but he couldn't have kids. All right. So now look what happened. God gets a hold of him. Are you with me? And look at the next verse there. God gets a hold of him who against hope believed in hope. So I cannot go to the scientific community of the world and try to get them to agree with this. This is nonsense to them. So I'm not going there for them to tell me how I'm made. I'm not going them to tell me how I can live. Are you here? Folks, you don't even have to have a diagnosis to get healed. All you need to know is something's wrong here and I'm about to run it out of my body. You don't need no diagnosis. All right, put it back up there, please. And who against hope believed in hope that he might become a father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall I seed be. Now notice it was spoken. God spoke it. Say amen to this. So the plan of God and what he has for your life has already been spoken. You hear what I'm saying? And all that he has for you on inventory is in the book. Just like all he had for Adam was in the garden. And if it's not in the book, you don't need it. But he's got a thing, something in the book to cover everything that would, you would ever encounter. Why? Because he saw you encountering it before you got in the earth. And he put away that solution for that problem. Are you following what I'm saying? I mean, you've been well taken care of. Well, that was a powerful message. It's called Living on Top of the World. Now, here are a couple of points you might want to remember. One is that the physical things that you see and smell or taste or touch, whatever, 
in this planet. These things are tangible. These things are subject to change. And if you want to look at the comparison between those and the invisible things that you can't see, the things that you can see are like a speck of dust compared to what God has for us in the invisible world. And all you have to do is take your faith and pull it in. Praise God. Number two, your body is designed to repair itself. I mean, that's the way God designed it originally. Anything was missing in it, anything got damaged in it, that body was prepared to repair, designed to repair itself. For example, Romans chapter eight says, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or restore your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You see, you were designed to be self-contained. Isn't that powerful? Praise God. So God plans for you to live long and strong. He's already worked it out. All you got to do is walk it out. <laughs> well, that's all we have for today. This is Bill Winston saying we love you. And until next time, keep walking by faith. What does living on top of the world look like? It's living in divine health, peace in your home, financial freedom, and much more. Learn how to live on top of every situation in life with Dr. Winston's teaching, Living on Top of the World. To order your copy of this powerful message, Living on Top of the World, on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at one 800 7119327 or order our special Living on Top of the World bundle which includes Living on Top of the World series in either CD or DVD the Possessing Your Mountain mini book and the Blessing of the Lord single CD teaching start winning in every area of life with this powerful bundle pack order your copy today hello this is Bill Winston and I'd like to share with you a new book that I've just written it's called Miracles in the marketplace. Now, traditionally, we thought of miracles happening when people get sick and get a miracle or something's wrong with them physically, they get a miracle. Now, miracles can happen in education, in government, in business, in economics, anywhere. And you can have a miracle in your life. We're up against things and challenges today that, let me tell you, the natural solution just won't do it. We need a miracle. This book develops not only a miracle mindset, but how you can produce miracles in your life. It is a phenomenal book. Powerful. Praise God. You need to get it today. This is Bill Winston saying God bless you and keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. 
We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast.